Steve's NRL season previews the Newcastle Knights. Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL season previews for 2022. I'm your host Stephen Westway. I am powering through the rest of these season previews because we are only six days away from the start of the NRL season when Manly will versus Penrith next Thursday night. So far I've previewed nine out of the 16 teams in the competition including I just finished the Gold Coast Titans, I've done the St. George Dragons, the Canberra Raiders, the Cronulla Sharks, the Canterbury Bulldogs and plenty of other teams. So if you guys haven't, go back and check those shows yet. They should be available wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Steve's NRL Footy Tips there, whether it be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor. And don't forget to like Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook to stay notified. Get updated on the podcast that I'm releasing on Tuesday night. I'll be releasing, as soon as the uh, the team list drop for round one, I'll be starting to record that podcast. I'll release my round one footy tips podcast on Tuesday night. So look forward to that. But today we're going to be discussing the Newcastle Knights. Now they finished seventh on the ladder in 2021 with 12 wins and 12 losses. But it was a really disrupted year for Adam O'Brien's men. They actually had the second worst for and against for a team that's ever made the finals in the NRL since 1998. And it was a, uh, I believe it was a hundred, minus 148 for and against points. So they were 15th in scoring points. They only scored 18 points a game. They let in 24 points a game. And they were in all sorts of trouble with the midway point. Caelan Ponga, shoulder surgery had delayed his comeback several times. Mitchell Pierce got hurt. Blake Green pretty much suffered a career-ending injury. So most of their spawn were out of action, and they fell to 14th at one point in the ladder, but they rallied near the end of the year, got back into finals contention. But really, last year was a year that a lot of people, you know, while, while the Knights made the finals, they were never really in contention uh, to win that premiership. So, I mean, it was definitely capable, that team, of upsetting the Eels in round one of the finals, but it wasn't a B, and obviously they got eliminated pretty quickly in the finals race, but in 2022, this this team is going to be extremely different. I think Mitchell Pierce is gone. He's out of there. Um, Kalen Ponga, named captain. This is going to be his team. I mean, the I know the Redcliffe Dolphins, who had their first season in 2023, were kind of scouting Ponga and trying to get him to go up to Queensland, but Newcastle believe that the captaincy and a little bit more leadership from Ponga will convince him to stay there at the Newcastle Knights. So while I said that their attack was really poor and, and they were second last in the competition in 2021, obviously this new spine's going to have a lot of pressure on them to try to get points back. And, you know, they did lose Jaden Braley to an ACL injury about a month ago. Chris Randall, who has limited first-grade experience, he's going to find himself in the hooker position um, and he's going to have to link up with the new halves of Jay Clifford, who did a really good job when he went over from the Cowboys to Newcastle about midway through last year. He's a good, uh, a good kind of backup player there to, to Pierce, but he's going to have to step up and make this team his own because in his, you know, half partner this year is going to have another kind of inexperienced NRL player, in Adam Clune, that has had limited opportunity at the Dragons in the past few seasons, but he did do a good job with the opportunities he was given. So we'll see how they go together. We'll see if they can link with the new hooker in Randall and obviously the leadership with Caelan Ponga. That spawn's going to have a lot of pressure on it to perform because, as I mentioned, they were 15th in attack last season, but they actually 
Averaged 28 tackles inside the opposition 20-meter line per game last season. And, um, you know, they were up with meters gained. So they put themselves in a position to score a lot of points last year. But the attack just folded when they needed it to really strike. So um, with, you know, one of the most experienced NRL halfbacks of all time leaving the club and going overseas and ending his NRL career, Mitchell Pearce, the pressure is definitely going to be twofold on those players um, to start the year strong for the Knights. And they've got a tough round one game. I mean, they're going up against the Roosters. And the Roosters are considered to be one of, if not the premiership favorite by a lot of people. So, um, you know, they had a lot of injuries last year, the Knight, uh, the Roosters, but they've got all the troops back on board. And it's going to be really telling how their first month of football goes. I mean, they, they back up after the Roosters game against the Tigers. Very important game. Then Penrith... Cronulla and Manly. So it's not exactly an easy opening five, but it really tests their medal and see where they're at in comparison to these some of these heavyweight teams in the competition. So um, we'll see if they can put it all together and how they're going to go. But if you look at zero tackle, um, they've actually got the player movements for the season. And as I mentioned, they got Clifford halfway through last year. They've also gained Adam Clune. Dane Gagai is a key signing. Comes back from South Sydney and he was a key component of the Rabbitohs' left-hand side attackive raids, uh, which features, obviously, Alex Johnson, Cody Walker, and Latrell Mitchell there for the Rabbitohs. So he's going to be a big loss to that cog for CR Sydney. But we'll see if he can kind of have a similar impact to the Newcastle Knights' left-hand side and attack. He's going to be interesting. They've also signed a couple of young guys, the Knights. And as I mentioned, they've lost a few. Blake Green and Mitchell Pearce being the key men. Josh King has gone as well. And Connor Watson's gone back to the Roosters, Stafford Toll is another one that's gone to the Tigers. So, but majority of of the team, apart from those, those halves, remain in place, and uh, we'll see if they've learnt and improved on last year. I mean, we look at their best seventeen here, the Knights heading into round one, and I think most people will be available for this game. I know that uh, Suziat um, with suspension, obviously the big one, Jaden Braley is going to be out for pretty much the whole season with that ACL injury. So. Um, as I said, Chris Randall is going to take that hooker position. But if we look at the Knights' strongest um, team in 2022 um, from NRL.com, they've got Kalen Ponger at fullback. Obviously, he's the captain. They've got Tuala and Heimel Hunt as the wingers. Now, Heimel Hunt and Tuala probably will start, but there's also going to be pressure from guys like Edric Lee and Dominic Young to take their spots. So they've got some good... Um, outside backs there that are going to be knocking down. Kurt Mann's another one. We don't know where he's going to play yet in 2022. Their centers, Gagai and Bradman Best, I think that's good to have an established two centers that can get that combination um, right. And you know what you're going to get from those two players. If Bradman Best can stay on the field, um, you know, his last couple of seasons have been plagued by injury, but we know the talent he's got. In the halves, they've got Clifford and Clune, who have already gone through their props, Safidi, Daniel Safidi, that is, and David Clemmer. Obviously, Jaden Braley would be their strongest hooker, but they've got Chris Randall there um, in the second row. Lachlan Fitzgibbon, Tyson Rizal, their lock is Mitch Barnett. They've got Kurt Mann on the wing, Jacob Saifidi, uh, Sue, and Brody Jones. So um, it's a pretty similar forward pack to what we saw last year with the exception of Braley. Um, and this was a team that, you know, as I said, they, they leaked 24 to 25 points per game last year. Their forward pack made a lot of yards. They won a lot of the battles. So with all the talk of, you know, Clemmer, not having his best season. Maybe Tyson Rizal's best days are behind him as well. They really won the yardage battle a lot of the time in 2021. They just couldn't convert it into points. So 
as I mentioned, they've got Andrew Johns involved there, but he's we'll see what he can do with the halves, but there's going to be on all sorts of pressure on the halves, just like I mentioned with the Titans, how inexperienced their halves are. Clune and um, Clifford look like they've got a little bit more support around them, but uh, really, when you look at this Knights team, I named their 17 best players. They have very little depth outside of that, and I worry about... Um, Exactly, if you know, as I mentioned, the COVID situation is a real situation, we can't ignore it. If some of these players go down and are down for a few weeks, who's going to step in to replace them for the Knights? It's going to be interesting because they've got a lot of development players and a lot of young guys that are not in top grade guys like Phoenix Crossland. Um, Jack Johns is a is a promising kind of prospect there that has had a little bit of opportunity in first grade. They've got guys like Musgrove and and Leo Thompson and, and Dominic Young, as I mentioned. But uh, if they had a couple of key forward injuries, then, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And, and they are a bigger forward, kind of like the New Zealand Warriors. They're a bigger forward pack. So um, I think a lot of their problems in defense in Newcastle come from the bigger men getting tired, getting fatigued early. And I think they just concede way too many meters up through the middle of the field. That When you look at this forward pack that I read out before, Where's your strike weapons um, that can really break a game open? I mean, you've got solid workhorses, guys like Saifidi and Clemmer, but really you're kind of just looking at Fix Given and, and maybe Tyson Rizal to kind of be that X factor that's going to um, create opportunities with the football and attack. And defensively, as I mentioned, they seem to be a bigger and not as mobile forward pack. They get fatigued quite uh, quickly. So it's going to be a big season for that forward pack, and they really got to take the pressure off the new halves. Ponga's going to have to show his leadership because we know what influence he can have on a game. He's got the captaincy behind him this season. He needs to first make sure he's staying on the field. But secondly, being there as a mentor to these young halves, really kind of showing his maturity and experiences. This is his coming out year in the NRL to show that he's a leader of this football club. And without Pierce and without some of these supporting guys around him, and obviously Clemmer and Frizzell, as I mentioned, who knows how much time they're going to spend. Are they, are they going to be playing as many minutes as they usually do in 2022. Now is the time for Kalen Ponga to step up and show that he's a natural leader in a rugby league team. And I don't know if he's got it in him. I guess we'll find out this season. Um, but I haven't seen that side of Ponga before, and that's what he needs to bring this year if Newcastle are going to be a genuine finals for it. Out of all the top eight teams, I actually think that Newcastle are the ones that drop the most. Um, as I mentioned, their depth's an issue, especially in a COVID-19 kind of environment that we're in at the moment. Their halves, I think, uh, both are, are pretty solid players, but they're going to take some time to get used to the system there at Newcastle. Clifford's obviously been there a little bit longer, but how they combine are going to be important. And I just don't know if I rate their roster and their forward pack as much as I do a lot of other teams. So I've actually got Newcastle dropping down the ladder quite a bit this season. I've got them down to 14th. I know that some people have said finals. Some people have said wooden spoon. They're really a bit of a wild card Newcastle where they're going to finish. But that first month, as I mentioned, they got the Roosters. It's going to be a big game uh, next Saturday night to see exactly where they are to start the year. They can really, you know, if they, they get the mentality right, they can really cause a little bit of boil over to the Roosters side that's so fancy. But they're going to have to believe themselves to do it. And I just don't have to believe there. Adam O'Brien, he's done a good job while he's been there. I don't know if he's the coach that takes a side and elevates them into a top four team. And, you know, hopefully he proves me wrong. Hopefully he does that. Hopefully Ponga shows that he's the natural leader. I've just got some question marks around the makeup of the Knights' spine and their leadership there at the moment. So I can't put them higher than 14th. Um, but it's going to be a very interesting and telling year for the Knights. And as I mentioned, they've got some young guys kind of maturing. But... 
I mentioned that aging forward pack. Where's the future forward? You've got Jack Johns, you've got the Saifidi brothers are going to be around for a while, but I'd like to see a little bit more development come out of Newcastle because I don't know how much development systems they have in place and that could spell problems for their long-term sustainability and success in the future. So um, it's a big season for the Knights. We'll see what they toss up against the Roosters in round one, but I've got the Knights finishing 14th in 2022. All right, well, that was my season preview for the Newcastle Knights. Do you agree with me? Do you think they're still a finals team? Do you think they're going to struggle in 2022? Let me know in the comments on Steve's NRL Footy Tips. Send me a message. Tell me what you guys think um, You know, each team's going to finish, how you think they're going to go, what's your predicted ladder. Let me know, and I'll see you next time on Steve's NRL Season Preview. We're about to be into the final six. The Eels, the next team I'm going to cover on these season previews. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow on Steve's NRL Season Previews.